0: Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of connect to joy This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation now. Here is Carol DeShane.
1: Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a multidimensional energy light worker. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've always dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun, and let's get started right now. Hello everyone, today we want to talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, or as I like to call it, limiting belief busting. I find when I'm listening to other speakers and teachers, I don't always get where they're coming from or really take in the lesson on what my limiting beliefs are, how to navigate through them and come out the other side loving my life more. Today we're going to give you some ideas and tools to move through these limiting beliefs and maybe a new way of thinking about them. And I'm going to have the help of my guest, Nate Wright. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Nate is a motivational speaker and transformational life coach. He trained in the art and science of dream building and life mastery by the Brave Thinking Institute. He specializes in helping conscious, creative millennials build their dreams, accelerate their results, and create richer, more fulfilling lives. Nate began his journey in self-development at the age of 19 when the pain of his stress, self-doubt, and performance anxiety at a high-level music conservatory led him to the study of personal development and peak performance. He also began a powerful meditation practice that unlocked for him a secret to true, sustained happiness and drastically changed the trajectory of his life. For over 13 years, Nate has studied and implemented transformational and spiritual success principles in his own life as a professional musician and as a sought after teacher and musical coach. And now, over the past several years, as a Brave Thinking Institute certified coach, he has impacted lives all across the country with his powerful in depth workshops and personal and group coaching. Well, hello, Nate. Thank you for joining me here today.
0: It's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Carol.
1: Well, and now that we know just a little bit about you, can you maybe tell us a little bit more about your story and maybe the struggles you faced to get where you are and and maybe how limiting beliefs played a part in that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. For me, the part you shared that when I was 19 years old, I had all these feelings that I wasn't aware of. The the thing about limiting beliefs is for most of us, until we really begin to study and and self-examine, a lot of times we're not sure. What those limiting beliefs are, and that, and how how they got there, and and that they're there at all. And I was in that space. I, I definitely had beliefs about whether I was good enough. The one simple limiting belief is I'm, you know, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. This is something I can't do. And at that time, that was uh, something that was I didn't realize when I, I until I started really reflecting and meditating and and doing personal development that I had this belief that I'm not good enough and I'm not I'm not able to. Be accepted by other people, or as at that time particularly as a musician, but also socially in some some ways. And when I began to do this study and meditation and reflection, and I began to to change. Okay, this is a this is a belief that's not serving me. I'm not good enough. I I'm not worthiness and uh, all of those things. And when I began to to shift that to a, a new belief that I can I'm the simple belief at that time. The affirmation was I am great. And I'm a master. I was, read this book, Effortless Mastery, which was very impactful for me. And shifting that and just beginning to shift my narrative and the way that I was approaching my life and living into that belief, not just saying it, but how can I how can I show up as this person? What, what would I need to do? What would that look like? How would I walk if I really believe this? How would I act? What began to happen was I, I was this tremendous uh, release from this constrictive inner critic that was going on all the time. And that allowed me to become a much, much more fluid musician. I got through my performance anxiety. I began to play with a lot more ease. I have more freedom in my life and began to experiment more in my life. And it led me to more and more study of personal development, spiritual development. And through that process at different points in my life, that in different forms, that belief is maybe I'm not enough or I'm not good enough. Maybe I don't have the experience that's required or that, that came up when I, when I began doing transitioning to become Uh, A full-time life coach. You know, maybe you know—is this this is something new? I remember being at this moment where I was about to make this decision to make a serious investment in myself to become trained to be a a, specifically a personal development, transformational life coach uh, and speaker. And I was I was caught in this decision because there was this part of me that all of that was coming up. Oh, you know, what you've never done this before. You don't have the experience, limiting beliefs like that. You know, what are other people going to think of you? Everyone's known you as this identity as a musician. They haven't necessarily known about your personal development and, and spiritual work, and now you're going to present that, and, and who's going to listen to you. Um, so a lot of that stuff, while it was all coming up and in, in, in getting in the way, it really took some sustained work. And of course, there are things that I absolutely still work on on a regular basis, noticing when that voice comes up and says, you can't, or you don't have what it takes, or this is the reason why You're not seeing what you want in your life. It's this these circumstances, these situations are getting in your way. And every time I now I have the awareness when I I hear that, it's like, oh, thank you. This is a limiting belief. What is the truth here? How you know, what can I do to actually live into not only just affirm, but live into this new truth. And that's led me on a my path forward, which is, you know, it's not like a it's never a straight line or a smooth path or exactly what we thought, but that has been really impactful for me in continuing to notice what's coming up and to re repattern it and move forward.
1: I know when we met at the Holistic Chamber of Commerce, we found we had a lot in common because you went to Dream Builders and then you went to Brave Thinking Masters. I didn't do the certification for me for my life coaching through them, but I did go through uh, Mary Morrissey's both twice through the Dream Builders. So I mm-hmm. felt like we had a real connection in some of the ways we were believing and thinking about things. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you on the show. I kind of feel like one of the things that we both are, I want to use the word aware twice <laughs> in the sentence, I think, is we're aware of the fact that just getting our clients to realize, or even our friends or whoever, that you have a belief that's holding you back. That's the biggest thing to start with because people aren't aware of it. And like you said, in your life, becoming aware that you weren't enough or you weren't, that, that's the thought that you had, that was what was holding you back. Yes. How do you get your clients to be aware? What do you say to them? Is there anything particularly that you kind of fall back on? Or is it just each person's individual? How do you help them find their own limiting beliefs?
0: That's a great question. And what I found is that the first most important thing is to start with really knowing where you are and assessing where you are, doing a life assessment. What are the results that I'm experiencing? Ask yourself this question for what are the results that I'm experiencing in my life? I want to change what are my results in my health, my well-being? What are the results? When I say results, we all have results. We're experiencing results in every area of our life, all the time that we're we're creating, we're co-creating our life.
1: So what's your reality right this minute?
0: Yeah. So what is the reality that I, I want to change in my health, in my physical health, my mental health, emotional, uh, spiritual, could be uh, my relationships, my husband or wife or partner or you know, Even financial
1: family. people don't think of financials, but that's a big one.
0: Yes, and then you know my financial. What's my relationship with time? What's my relationship with money? What's my relationship with my career? You know, what are the results that I'm seeing that I'm not happy with? Okay, that's that's the first place to start to really be self honest about that. And then most people believe that there are certain ways that they are, there are certain ways that things are, and there are certain reasons that things have turned out for them in a certain way in in their life and people generally believe those reasons are those circum you know th- those circumstances those conditions those results they generally will b- we're taught to kind of believe that that's because of other circumstances other situations other results this is called condition driven thinking i'm thinking about all the conditions and circumstances situations in my life and i am this way because of you know this was my experience or because this is the way i am programmed or because of my parents or because i had this difficult trauma or you know, I was never given the opportunities or I don't have the experience. I'm not smart enough, my age whatever it is. So the reason I bring this up is it's important to take a look at your results and then write down all the reasons that you believe your results are that way. Like, why, you know, okay, why are you not making the income that you want? Or why are you not seeing the results that you want in your business? Or why are you having difficulty finding the love of your life or not, harm, not having a harmonious relationship with a parent? Or, or why have you not been able to lose the weight? And really, you know, this isn't for the faint of heart. It takes some really self-honesty. But if you want change, this is the way. So, okay, where am I? What do I believe is the reason that I am where I am? And then just for a moment, once you do that, consider that this is the truth. Consider this. Instead of all those reasons that you wrote down, quite possibly depending on what you wrote down, (laughs) but everything stems from our belief. Our beliefs actually shape the way that we think. It's the shapes that what we attract in our life and it shapes the way that we feel and the actions that we take and the results that we see. It comes from our thinking, which is stemmed from our programming, like a computer program. You know, Our computer is programmed a certain way and it's going to have you know certain results. It's only programmed to be able to run a certain program. It's only be able, It's only going to be able to deliver certain results if it's running an old program or a faulty program. It's going to have results that reflect that. We're the same way. We're not any different. But we tend to want to we think of a, this as the excuse or this is the reason. And it might be a good reason. And chances are you have lots of evidence to back that
1: up. Which seem like facts, right? They're logical. That's- they seem fact-driven. So they can't be wrong. They can't. And it's like, it's not that it's wrong. It's just that you need to look at it slightly differently in order to get it. Yeah. That you have more power than you think you do in order to shift your reality.
0: Yeah. And so once there's a willingness to, to receive the fact that we have power over creating or co-creating our own life. And that things stem from our beliefs, like the way that programming, you know, the same way a computers program, we've been programmed, beliefs that come from the way that, you know, how we were raised, what we were learned when we were little and our past experiences. And then those beliefs create our results, which means that as you get older, you see more results that reflect what you believe. And so you think, oh. This is true. I, you know, I'm. this limitation is true for me, or this is the way that things are, or this is the way that I am because I keep seeing it in my life, so it must be true. And it's this vicious cycle when the truth is you, if you change a belief, you can have different results. People tend to think kind of what they believe is objectively true. But if you take a hundred people and you ask them what they believe about things you know you're gonna get a hundred different things yep. everybody believes something different and then that is their experience in their life or maybe maybe it was their parents who said, let me tell you how the world is you got to work hard you know or you you're gonna get burned you can't trust people you're gonna get burned by people or, or you have to you know give 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 but it's you know it's it's not okay to if you if you earn too much money you're greedy or whatever it is you know, there's certain kind of uh, cliche beliefs but there's a willingness to say okay if I'm at the center of my own experience. This is what I'm experiencing right now that I want to change. These are the reasons that I believe that that's the case. What if possibly these reasons could be beliefs that I have that are getting in the way? What if I believe something different? Because someone else is getting different results. Someone else is getting the results that you want, like 99.5% chance. (laughs) I don't don't even check my math. But if you look around, you can see people that have done and are doing just about anything. There's no reason that you can't be doing that. What you want what's getting in the way is not the circumstances and conditions, because there are people that have overcome all of that. We have that evidence. So if we take a look at, okay, what do I believe? And then what results would I love? And what what do I believe that is stopping me from creating that? Why can't I? Those are your limiting beliefs. You know, that's a good place to start. <laughs> why are things the way they are and why can't I have what I want? Everything that you believe about that, you're gonna find some patterns in there. And that's a good place to really start looking for. What's getting in the way and changing it on a thinking level? What would I need to believe? Who's getting different results? What do they believe? How can I believe what they believe? And that that's a really good uh, good place to start.
1: I really feel that patterns are important because we don't notice them until we get down a little deeper and we look at why we do something or why certain things come up. And sometimes the patterns are the same in all different areas of our life. In the finances, maybe in the career, in the in the relationships, we may have a belief that we're not smart enough or something. We can't attract certain things into our life because of one belief that can shift sometimes most of your life if you shift it. And it can be scary. I mean, it's like you said, it's not for the faint of heart. You have to dig deep sometimes. And sometimes the epiphany comes really fast and you can, oh my God, and everything shifts. And other times it takes us a whole heck of a long time (laughs) to adjust and change. It's like a habit And I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, I've said it before in another show, but it's Portia Nelson. It's like a poem uh, in five chapters or something where you walk around this hole and you just keep falling in and falling in until you realize you're there. And finally, you walk around the hole and and it takes you less time to get out and you walk around it. And then later, you uh, walk down a different street totally because you've shifted in everything. I love that one because it really shows that sometimes it takes a long time and sometimes you fall in the hole the first time you go, oh, for heaven's sakes. This all actually looks a little familiar. I've been here before. I've had the same circumstance in a different section of my life or maybe the same relationship 20 times in a row. When you realize that there's a belief or something that gets you there, that's when the whole almost disappears on you. And it's an instantaneous shift. I, can't, I don't promise my clients that because that doesn't happen all that often where it's instantaneous, but it can. And mm-hmm. that's when people go, oh my God, okay, that was easier than I thought. And other people work for years because they just quite, can't quite get it. But everybody works at their own pace, including me, including you, yeah. or, you know, certain areas of our life where we go, everything's great except this one area And why am I not getting it? I've worked that area over abundant because that's the one area I really want to have working. And yet I can't seem to fix that, fix it. You know, like I'm putting quotes around yeah. that so nobody can see that. But it's one area that maybe you have a different limiting belief you haven't worked on yet and you haven't discovered it yet. So it's nothing to beat yourself up over. It's just something else you need to take another look at with help or by yourself or however works best for you. So I don't know if you find that too with yes. your clients and with yourself even.
0: Absolutely. And what you just mentioned for those who are working on limiting beliefs and, you know, this one, I I keep having troubles in this area in my life, or this one keeps coming up and what's wrong with me? Am I not doing it right? I'm trying that it's really important to acknowledge that it's, it's important to love and accept yourself right where you are, right. As you are. And take the feedback that you're getting, and keep changing your approach, and getting support. But at the same time, if we're self-condemning or beating ourselves up, then we're shooting ourselves in the foot, so to speak. Um, Is that that will moving against what we really, where we really want to go? And it's and self love, unconditional self love and acceptance is so critical, not just important, but like something was Lisa Nichols said recently. She said, fall madly in love with yourself this is really like love all that and mary morrissey she said you know love those the parts that seem you know most difficult to love finding peace and acceptance and love with yourself where you are and then from there taking a a a look because it kind of puts you in an i can like i'm bigger than this it's like i know i have these restrictions these limiting beliefs things aren't maybe what i would love in my life right now but i can do it i have everything that's required i know i can get support i i believe in myself i'm i'm worthy i'm wonderful okay what what can I do from where I am? What can I think of? One thing I wanted to say, too, that has been recently uh, something I've, I've learned, and particularly from uh, Tony Robbins' work, is a lot of times limiting beliefs, it's powerful to recognize when we kind of have a meaning linked to something or kind of like an if-then statement. Because yeah. those are what basically what, you know, the limiting beliefs, it's fear and fear and fear in the mind are designed to just protect you and keep you safe. It's there's something that you believe unconsciously, subconsciously isn't safe. And so you're doing it's something is happening. Fear is coming up. Something's getting in the way and it's showing up in some way that's trying to make sure you can survive, which is kind of more like an overworried parent or a scared child versus actual Reality of survival. I mean, you look both ways when you cross the street. That's a, that's a that's not a limiting belief. That's system working as it should. But what happens is we link. When we're very young, we may link a certain idea, um, something like commitment. Right? Commitment might mean if you commit, then you set yourself up to get really hurt. Could be from this one experience. I got really hurt this one time. Or if I'm committed in my life, that if you don't keep your options open, then you're restricted. You lead a boring life. There's no adventure in your life. That was something that came up for me. I realized uh, that this limiting belief of what if you're committed to something or if you're tied down, that you know would mean that you're going to ha- have less freedom in your life. And I really, one of my core values is freedom. And so I would realize I would move a lot. I would change things up. I would, And I was in partnerships that I wanted to be committed, but then they weren't committed. And because we're always attracting and reflecting, we're, we're getting feedback in our life. So even it's like, wait, I was committed in that area, but they weren't committed. It's all, we're always at the center of our own experience. And if you have a limiting belief, that's playing out in your energy and what you attract in your life. So for me, rewriting that belief, saying, well, oh, wait, wait, being 100% commit in my life actually means immense freedom because that allows me to really create what I want to create, what I do want. If I'm committed, then I can create exactly what I want. If I'm not committed, I'm not really going to be able to powerfully create anything.
1: It's almost like when you're not committed, you're running, screaming into the night away from whatever you may actually want. You know, because yeah. I mean? of the fear that's part. Of it. And that was something I wanted to ask you about how you see fear playing into limiting beliefs, because some people just think, well, it's just fear. But it's more than that. It, it all kind of works together because fear of success, fear of failure, fear of not being good enough. The fear is like the core piece of the limiting belief so many times.
0: Yeah, obviously, it's all related to one idea. You could call it all versions of fear. But what I think of is, you know, fear shows up in certain ways to keep you to keep us safe that's fear's job to keep you in your with what you know in the comfort zone so fear comes up for one person around something and not someone else because this one person has a belief that this isn't safe this other person believes this is totally safe and so for them they're not experiencing fear because they don't have a limiting belief the person who has and it doesn't mean it's right or wrong it's just a belief but if you have a belief that something might not be safe then fear is going to come up and everything in you is going to come up to try to, it feels like it's trying to stop you from doing something, getting in your way. When really there's some programming that's saying, don't, you know, right. You can't do that. It's not safe to, Take this step. This is, you know, it's really simple and physically. Someone who does who's an acrobat has feels really safe for them to to do some high flip off some high dive, and someone else just doesn't feel safe at all. Now they have a belief and experience with that that affects their level of fear. In a more applicable life sense, it could just be one person believes it's not safe to spend a certain amount of money, regardless of what it is, another person believes that oh well, if if you're making a smart investment, that you're going to have a return on. That's the most safe thing you, safe is the right word, but that's really life-giving. That's going to be fulfilling because then I'm going to be able to do more with my life. I'm going to grow. I'm going to be more educated. I'm going to have more skills. And so one person is held back by this belief that maybe they learned if you spend money, you lose it and you got to hold on to your money or it's hard to get money. And then they're not maybe making an investment either in their education or in a business venture or putting themselves out there or paying for advertising in their business or whatever it is and the other person's willing to do that that's going to have real effects in their in their life and their business one person might feel really scared about oh this is an investment decision and every part of me says no don't do that that you can't do that and the other person might be totally ready to do it that's one example not that fear doesn't ever if you know, fear comes up Kind of all the time when when anything feels new, which is kind of just our generic something's new, it's the unknown, that's normal. But the limiting beliefs can really amplify that and people just really can feel stuck. And I've I've had that experience. Where you feel like I th- I just feel like so much is me holding me back. This is coming at me, or things keep showing up to not allow me to do what I want to do in my life. And it's just holding onto the energy of one. It could be one very simple idea, like commitment is painful, or commitment means restriction. And if you change that belief then you can actually free up your life.
1: I agree. It's so interesting to see how fear works into so many different aspects of your life. And I, I know I've said before that fear is really unknown future results. It's something that you're almost like locked in place and frozen because you're afraid that something may happen. And there may be either past experience that shows that, and that's where the belief comes from, or it's something that you've seen other people go through. And so you think it may happen to you, whether it's friends, family, parents may have gotten divorced. It may have been awful. So you're afraid to commit just because you use that word to relationship because so you don't really stick with it because you're afraid of what may happen because of past stuff. But it's not that you have a knowledge that this is going to be bad. It's just that you have that fear that it could be a fear that maybe I mean, when it's a fear of the unknown, it's basically you have nothing that proves it because it's not happened yet. So if you shift your belief structure, you can actually shift your idea that it might come out okay. What if it did come out okay? Is it worth then going after it and going past that limiting belief, you know, and maybe adjusting it and moving forward anyway? So that could be like a baby step. Well, I'm actually getting into my next section yeah. I wanted to talk about, which are tools to move yeah. forward, which, you know, doing it anyway. If you can even just look at the pros and cons, I mean, I'm being a logical sort. I'm both spiritual and logical. So it gets a little confusing sometimes because part of my brain goes, do it. I've looked at the pros and cons, do it. And the other part goes, oh, it doesn't feel right. Uh-huh. And then there's, of course, the spiritual, let me check in and see what really feels right for me. So I have like three different sections I check in on. And sometimes two out of three may <laughs> <they> say one <laughs> and the other one says another. So it depends on, sometimes I have to ignore the logic, which which is it took me a long time to get through. Because when you look at the pros and cons, you go, okay, everything looks right, but it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. right. But does it not feel right because you're scared because of a limiting belief or because you have this somehow connection to maybe your higher source that goes, this isn't for you. Mm -hmm. Having an awareness of where that I'm not going to do it comes from, or I'm afraid about doing it, or it just doesn't feel right. Because there's a big difference between I'm afraid of doing it even though you may not be aware that that's where it comes from. And the, this doesn't feel right, which is a different feeling. Mm -hmm. It's more of a higher feeling where you go, this doesn't feel like it's right for me rather than I don't think it's right for me. It's it's like, oh my God, little voice in the head going, I don't know if this will happen. I'm scared. (sighs) But you may not realize it's fear that's talking to you versus a higher source going, no, it's better if you go this way. Mm -hmm. So those blocks that may show up because it may be from the limiting belief or it could be because you're supposed to go in a different direction. So you have to really, awareness is so important in limiting beliefs Yes, to know what is this? What is blocking me? So do you have any tools to help people
0: Yeah. So I want to specifically speak to that last one is that, I mean, it's, and of course, it's so important to have different ways that you go through your process, you know, different processes to analyze information. You have your logical brain. You have what, you know, your feeling side, what feels expansive and have different tools. And that I use in this case to, how do I know if this is a limiting belief or, or is it just fear? Because fear is going to show up when you're about to do something like we talked about, something new. And that's normal. And that's actually good. One of the first important limiting beliefs to change is just about fear. When fear shows up, it doesn't mean that's a stop sign. It's a bad thing. It actually means a good thing. You're about to grow. It's, you're about to change something. This is this is good. Unless you're really faced with the, an oncoming train. It used to be to protect us from saber-toothed tigers and stuff back in the Stone Ages. But life isn't that dangerous anymore. I mean, anyhow, to, to speak to that, how do I know? And the, what I do is you just visualize the result. Whatever this pr- the step is that you're taking, visualize the result afterwards. So it's like, I don't know, if should I, make, should I make this move to start this business, for instance? If you imagine yourself, you're already in the business, it's already successful. Put yourself in that life. Notice how that feels. You're looking for either a feeling of expansion. Wow, I would really love that. If this was all worked out, I already asked the person and they said yes, right? Or I already in, I invested the money and I saw this great return or I already moved to Hawaii and I'm, I'm there and I'm thriving. And how does that feel in your mind if you go there and it worked out? And you'll notice either a feeling of expanded feeling, a good feeling, or it might be kind of a meh feeling, or it might be actually a constricted feeling. And if you notice, okay, I, I got over the hump. I'm not imagining the hump, the how did I do it, but I'm there already. If it's an expanded feeling, that's a yes. Then it's just fear. If it's a constricted feeling, then it's, oh, this is actually not something I would love. My, your, your own body, higher guidance talks to you through our, the way we feel in, in, how, in our body. That is a, a powerful tool. And you can do it. This comes from Mary too. You can visualize a crossroads. You're standing at the crossroads. If you have a decision you're going to make, should I do it? Should I not? And you imagine, okay, the road on the right and you imagine taking that road and then you're already there and it's already worked out. And you notice what that feels like. And then you come back and you take the road on the left and you feel what that feels like. And you you trust the feeling of it already worked out. The other thing about understanding that role of fear and the important role that it plays in our life, because it's letting us know when we're on our green growing edge, when we're about to, do something new, go into the unknown, that fear of the unknown. And that's a it's a healthy thing. It's okay that fear is there. It's not the fear that will stop us, the fear that the fear is gonna mess us up, or the the fear that if we really believe the fear. So you can look at the fear and agree, okay. Thank you for your feedback. You think of here as like a security guard. Like you've got your own personal bodyguard. It's like, who's, you know, what's that guy got under his shirt? Look over there. You might slip. You know, there's all these, is there's that, that an exit? Where are the exits? You know, and if you, you can say, okay, thank you for the information. Thank you for sharing. And now I'm going to take, I've checked in. I, I know that this is expansive for me to take this step. So I'm going to do it anyway, even though I'm afraid. And then we start to actually conquer our fear. And fear stops having such a tight hold around us and actually it becomes this welcome thing. It's, and Mary calls it, as you know, befriending your fear. So fear is an important companion, but it's when we start to really listen and start to pay attention and consider it. and We think that fear is just being practical or we think it's us. And it's important to realize who's thinking right now. Is it me thinking or is it this smaller part of me that is just afraid or this smaller part of me that has this limiting belief about something because it believes this isn't safe or this means restriction or, or whatever it may be.
1: It's funny because I always think of that as either my inner child yeah. going, help, wait, be careful, don't fall. Or sometimes it also feels like just my subconscious, that's the survival mode going, be careful, look this way, look that way. And as long as I check in, and like you said, I check in and go, okay, I feel this fear. Okay, I got it thank you for telling me. It's like, thanks for sharing. And then you go along your merry way and you do what you want, but you have to almost check in or else it gets bigger and louder sometimes. And then the fear expands because it's going, hey, and it's not going to, I was going to knock on the table where I'm sitting here just to say, hey, pay more attention to me. And then the fear expands because you're ignoring it or trying to ignore it and not saying, okay, no, I hear you. No, it's okay. I'm fine, but thanks for sharing. But if you don't check in, then sometimes that overwhelms and that can just paralyze Mm -hmm. you. And I found that a a number of times as well. I know that some of the things that you said visualizations, and I know I have a lot of those on my my YouTube channel, but I call them guided meditations, guided visualizations or guided things because some of them are like removing obstacles and one of actually, I was looking them up to see if any of them were apropos for this, just because I was curious, because I did them mostly last year. And one of them is I am smart enough. And I went, yeah, okay. That's one of those limiting beliefs that you're saying no. And I'm, well, I'm attractive enough, whoever you are. I'm. It's all those different things that we aren't sure we are, that if you can go deep into your subconscious, those guided meditations or visualizations, whatever you want to call them, because sometimes people can do it on their own. Yeah. So I really like what you said about visualizing the outcome of something that you're working on because you don't always need that to be guided because you kind of have a path already. But if you just have a feeling, you can't always get through it on your own. So to get through subconsciously and help somebody whip it out and shake it up and let it go or whatever you need to do, because I, I try all sorts of different things when I do meditations and I know I do a lot of them in the show. So it's something that personally between that and affirmations, I use both of those the most. Yeah. But I do like the visualizations, the way you put them as well, for specific instances of this is a reality I want rather than this is just a feeling I've been having that I can't seem to get through. Yeah. So I I try all those three different things. Do you have any other things you want to share about that?
0: Yeah. Guided meditations is originally what shifted things for me when I was 19. I started with a guided meditation that changed really the trajectory of my life and what I believed in. So I've continued to use guided meditations. And in fact, I've recorded a couple of my own. I believe you'll be sharing a, a link to, to one of them on, on self-love that I've just recorded that takes, it combines, you know, the guided meditation is you go into your imagination to visualization. So it's a guided visualization, really a, a lot of that. And it also includes affirmations. So for me, visualization and affirmation are two really important tools that I use. And it's powerful to do that in a guided process. And it's powerful to have a, a su- support structure. There's a, a process I take my clients through the same way you have a, a process you take your clients through to really systematically reprogram beliefs and and help them achieve their goals and set a vision for what they really want in having a a structure and someone that you know is going to be able to remind you of what what's coming up and ask you those questions because it's hard to see the picture when you're the one in the frame right it's very easy to see where you point out other people's weaknesses and we don't necessarily always see, even like myself, even I work with other coaches. I have actually two coaches right now. It's because when you are looking for someone that has an awareness about these things, about transformation, about self-development, then having an outside person who can help you with your limiting beliefs and point them out to you is really essential. And I found that really, really having a, a variety of tools to use and checking in, continuing to check in is important. And like you said, with fears. You you want to acknowledge it, look it in the face, and thank you for sharing. And then the key is to not put more attention on it. Because whatever we put our attention on grows, whatever we focus on expands. So if you're focusing on worry, it's like someone, I don't know who said it, maybe Michael Beckwith, it's like praying for what you don't want. <laughs> worry is like praying for what you don't want, over and over again. So it's actually, wait, let me instead focus, on, thank you, I understand the fear, and now I'm going to focus back on what I do want. More focus on what I do want. It's not being perfect, but more feeding your faith, feeding your vision, feeding the positive affirmations and having some structures of support, whether it's program or a mentor you're working with or some guided visualization, something that helps have a regularity about the way that you're making changes so that you can really do that because it doesn't happen one time generally. It's a process and it's worth it.
1: Well, you have to be ready to take the process on because it's like anything that it's almost like a job, but it's so worth it because it changes your entire life. Yeah. It's just that you have to be willing and ready to do it. So many people aren't, they, they are busy. They get, they don't prioritize themselves. So they do whatever is outside and it impacts them out here. And yet they don't realize that the limiting beliefs are stopping them from moving forward. So some people don't even have dreams or goals mm-hmm. beyond, I have to go to the grocery store. I have to go to the bank. I, I'd like to get a promotion, but I haven't really, I don't know if I deserve it. You know? I don't know if the money's right.
0: <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt you, but that was funny. This, you know, my dreams are in the grocery store, bananas. And, <laughs> but people really do. You get clients who, who bring that up and say, well, what do you really want to do? Well, I, I got to make this phone call this week. And I'm going to go to the store. And it's like, no, we're not talking about that.
1: <laughs> I, it's not the stuff you need to do. It's the what really floats your boat. I mean, what do you really want in your life? And then what's holding you back? And I know that you have something that you call Dreams Ignited, a free workshop that I'm going to be putting on the show notes so that people can connect to it. But I don't know anything about it. So why don't you tell us about that is so that, because the title is so great and it feels like it really connects to what we're talking about. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about that.
0: Absolutely. I'd I'd love to. So my Dreams Ignited workshop is, it's an experience where you get to really identify and get more clarity on what it is that you really want. And do that check in, knowing where you are and doing a real assessment of, okay, what are my results? And I go more into in depth on the process of how do we create results? How do our thoughts create our feelings? And where does that come from with our focus and giving you that an opportunity to really have some space to write out in each area of your life? What would I absolutely love if it did all work out? And how do I, how do I do that? What's the right way to visualize that? What are some ways that maybe visualizing that will get in the way? And then what's the most powerful thing that there's something that really highly successful people do that is extremely powerful in moving them forward and in creating those results that they want in their life. So I I go into a whole section about that. And then we do more talking about befriending your fear and what that looks like, how to befriend your fear and, and failure and what failure looks like and that fear of failure and And what it actually is and how we can use that to really become who we want to become. So it's it's a it's a two-hour workshop that's really a rich, involved experience that you come and attend, you'll leave with some greater clarity and tools to really move you forward specifically for you in your life. I'm hosting those workshops a, a couple of monthly basis. So the link that will be shared, you'll you'll be able to see the, the date of the next workshop. It's free. You can just register for it and you'll you'll have all the details there. It's a Zoom workshop. And uh, I've had some really great response thus far. And teaching this work is is helpful for me too. Sometimes you're you're teaching, you're talking about something, you're like, oh have I been applying that? <laughs>
1: I love when I do that. It's when, I, and when I'm when i talking to people like with you and then you're talking, you go, wait, I have to take notes. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. How, did, how did you put that? I want to use that with my clients or, or I need that in my life. And I know, like you say, it's not like coaches know everything. We learn. I just had a coaching session with somebody where I was the coachee, I guess you said. say it. I wasn't the one yeah. coaching. And she said one thing and I went, oh my God. I can't believe you said that and I didn't see it. I've been wasting the whole year. You know, it's like you're going, ah. And it shifted a whole perspective I had on something. I didn't even know I was looking to shift that particular thing, but she saw it and I told her about something and I was really sad about something. And she said, oh, well, maybe look at it this way. And I went, oh, for God's sake, Uh (laughs) where did that come from? How come I didn't see that before? And so having coaches or listening to people wherever you do it, Listen and keep your ears open because you can learn something from a movie, from a TV show. You can have somebody say one thing and you'll go, it may be a musical from the 40s. It could be a science fiction show. It could be anything. And some phrase will come up and it'll hit you so deep that you'll go, wait a minute, write that down. Because I swear, if I don't write it down, five minutes later, I go, I had an epiphany it changed my life. Oh God, what was it? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it's my age. I think it's just the fact that it's such a limiting belief it hits sometimes that it hits a brick wall it smashes into it and you go yes, that's it and if you then you don't remember because your brain goes no, that wasn't safe I can't remember that yeah. that will shift me too much so you almost have to write it down immediately when you hear something that hits you like that.
0: yeah, I've definitely had that experience I've definitely if you have a you have an epiphany you have an idea write it down immediately record it into your phone, do a voice memo, make a video I' do that all the time. I just like I know I need to put this down. Because if I don't, I think I'll remember later. And there's a lot of other things happening later. (laughs) I probably will not forget.
1: I mean, even walking from one room to another sometimes can make you go, oh, geez, I forgot. Uh already." Especially if you're actually working on stuff. Because if you ask, it's amazing what happens. Mm -hmm. But you can't just ask and then forget you asked. You have to ask and then be open to whatever, wherever it comes from. Because if you say, like when I said, I want my life purpose which there's a lot of limiting beliefs that jumped up, of course. But I, I asked specifically, I want to know what it is. I want to do it. Well, within four days, I, I had everything in place to to live my limiting. I mean, live. <laughs> that's bad. Live my limiting belief. No. <laughs> it, they all popped up. But that's what happened when I had everything in place in four days, the money and everything showed up out of the blue. Then all those limiting beliefs showed up and it was like, oh my God, now I have to do that. But I asked. So that's when you go, is this worth it and now that those stupid limiting beliefs show up in my face and I call it that because that's what it felt like uh-huh. to me like oh man now what do i do i guess i have to do what i asked for but i have to find a way to work through those beliefs that are holding me back so if you ask for what you want and those dreams be aware that they will show up but you have to be be ready and be paying attention and then when those limiting beliefs show up and you go but i can't for whatever reason then that's a real gift because that's when you can really move forward mm-hmm. to say ah now I'm aware. And that's the number one thing. I think we started with that. Yeah, <laughs> The number one thing is to be aware of what they are so you can actually work on them and pat yourself on the back for even though you go, I can't, I'm stuck. But do you know what it was that stuck you? That didn't sound like that was proper English. <laughs> but if you, <laughs> if you know what it is, then you could do something about it. If you're not aware of it, You can't do a darn thing.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely right.
1: So you need to be thankful Mm -hmm. that you came up and and be proud of yourself or realizing what those things are so you can do something about it. Mm -hmm. At least that's that's one of the things that I want people to to take away from today, probably that to not delay if there's something maybe you need to reprioritize your life to take action because perhaps you have the kids that you have to take, well, I don't know, but taking to school right now or to any any other things because they're not going very far. But there's so many different things that come up in your life you think prioritizes what you do and you just react to them. If you want to shift that, you have to be willing to not delay your own good and your own growth and make it a priority. So that's one of the things I want people to decide, is it time for me? And if it is, then realize it. a limiting belief that it has to be hard to change is a belief that you can change. <laughs> so those are mine. Are there anything that you wanted to have people take away from today?
0: First of all, that's that's powerful. And I, I love that. And I absolutely, absolutely agree. And for me, if what you can take away from today as a, as a listener as well, is really gaining that, just that confidence that if you're willing, and you do take a look at where you're at, and you do what we're talking about, so take a look at where you're at, look at what's come up, if you're willing to consider the possibility that there are things that you've always believed to be true, perhaps, either you're aware of them or you're not, if you're willing to look at them more neutrally, and willing to do some, do some study and do some practice, do some support, do some guided meditations, whatever it is, go to a workshop, if you're willing to do that, you absolutely can shift whatever it is that has been holding you back up until now, because I promise you it's not the circumstances. It's not the conditions. It's not the situations. It's always us. It's not about a good or bad. It's just, we are always at the center of our own experience and you have so much power. You're greater than any situation, any circumstance, any condition, any challenge that it's facing, no matter what it is and no matter how long it's been there. And what is required is a willingness to grow your awareness. If you do that, you will continue on an upward spiral in your life. It may not look like it's happening in an instant, or it may happen very, very quickly. But it will. You will be on that spiral if you continue to gain awareness and be willing to take action and get support. And and absolutely, the world is your oyster.
1: I love the fact that you said neutrality because you really you can't beat yourself up over where you've been or where you are right now. They're just choices you made with what you believed was the best thing to do. So now moving forward, if you're willing to look at what you did more neutrally, instead of blaming yourself or blaming somebody else, if you blame somebody else, you give away your power. If you blame yourself, you're stuck. So to look at it and just go, okay, this is just what happened. This is what it is. Now, what can I do from here on forward? And that's when you take your power back. That's when you can look at those things that maybe you didn't see before, shift those belief structures that aren't serving you. because we, our whole life is made of beliefs. So some serve you, some don't, which ones aren't serving you and decide maybe I need to think again. Maybe that thing I decided when I was three is no longer valid in my safety and who I am and the way I approach life. And maybe you don't know when you decided on those beliefs, or maybe it's really obvious because I think you referred back to it before, especially it's, it's interesting. If you look at your parents, what are their belief structures? It's a little easier to see the mm-hmm. picture if you're not in it yourself, That you can see, oh, yeah, for me, my dad, you have to work hard for your money. He was quite a bit older than me and he was from the Depression era where they had no money. He was a farmer where they always had to work hard. So that was his belief structure. My mother was German. She was very adamant about certain things because that's just who she was. So you look at them and you go, okay, I adopted their belief. I don't know that I feel that way, but I think I adopted it because I'm living that way. So if you don't have that structure that you really believe it deep down, but you sort of adopted it, it's so much easier to let it go when you realize, oh, that's not me even. Mm-hmm. That's them. Those are the ones that easily usually fall away and your whole life can shift because you decide, I don't even need that. That's not who I am. I don't have that belief structure. Mm-hmm. But adopting somebody else's is, is something that it gets deep into you, even though you don't realize it and you don't even have any emotion about it sometimes. It's just there. Absolutely. And then the awareness helps you shift it.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely, and that's a great. Thank you for pointing that out because it's it's often easy when you look at your. You know, we adopt so many beliefs from our parents and from teachers at an early age and peers. You know, kind of take a look and say, "Oh, well, what what are my parents' beliefs about money or relationships or business or whatever? Oh, has that shown up in my life? Oh, maybe maybe I can realize that. I don't. That's not who I am. I don't need to believe that. I don't. I don't consciously believe that. Let's i can move that away uh you know and regardless of where any you know belief has has come from when we're you're know, tuned into the process and the important thing is that you real, recognize that it's not serving you and that there's some new there's some new belief you need to you know and we haven't we spent a lot of time talking about uh, limiting beliefs and it's you know I want to again emphasize the importance of having a new belief you you have to change the belief you can't just erase it. There's no deleting anything in the universe. Energy is not created or destroyed. The universe abhors a vacuum. You got to fill it with a new empowering belief that is what right. you want.
1: Because I know if you let th- grid of something, something will rush in. So you better be ready with something yeah. to adopt instead. <laughs> Otherwise, something else you don't want may show up. Yeah. And it could be worse than the first one you got rid yeah. of, honestly. So it's not something to be afraid of. It's just something to go, so what do I want? okay, this is what I want instead, and this is going to empower me and move me forward. I like that belief. Yeah. Instead of I'm not good enough, it's I'm more than enough, or I'm whatever you want to put in there instead. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and we could talk all day about where beliefs come from. Basically, if you're gaining the awareness and identifying, okay, this is what's showing up in my life, and these are the reasons why maybe these are limiting beliefs. What do I want to believe? What would I love to see? Get in that practice. That will lead to expansion in your
1: life. That's a great synopsis. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up the show?
0: I think I've said enough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes there are certain subjects that it's really good to just get it out there and you uncover a lot of information that maybe people don't know, or maybe they're hearing it a different way because of the way you put it out there. Yeah. So hopefully we've added to someone's life and they've gotten a chance to understand things at maybe a different level than they have before. Even if they've heard it before, I swear sometimes somebody says something slightly differently or they say the same thing and it's a diff- the third or 10th time I've heard it. And all of a sudden I'll go, Oh, and I go, wait a minute. Have I heard this before? This sounds, no, I've never heard it. And I have. Yeah. But I don't realize that until later because it's just time for me to get it. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank Nate for joining me here today. Nate Wright, thank you.
0: Thank you for having me. It's my super pleasure.
1: And I want to, of course, thank everyone out there who's listening. If you'd like to connect with either one of us, you can check out the show notes. You'll find links not only to my website and my YouTube channel, but also to Nate's website, And as we discussed, he's also offering our listeners a free self-love meditation, which the link will be in the show notes. And if that wasn't enough, his free Dreams Ignited workshop also is going to have a link in the show notes. So thanks again, Nate. It's a true pleasure.
0: My, My super pleasure as well. Thank you.
1: And until next week, remember to be courageous and reach higher because you can have a more limitless life. Just have to be ready to take those steps and allow yourself to have everything that you deserve, which is more than you may think. Just to put that in there at the end. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, Remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire.
0: Today's yeah. oh, You are yeah. tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's
1: website at connect2joy.com. Today's gonna be, gonna be a good, good day, yeah.